0: Time now for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn.
1: Good morning, Simi. Delighted to hear you and Nikki keeping tabs on the crow menace.
0: (laughs) Yeah, speaking of which, we have a little bone to pick with you about yesterday, okay? Yeah, 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 we have a little something to settle here because yesterday you let us know that it was, uh, you know, Mike Smith's birthday, our colleague here, so we surprised him with a little celebration at the end of yesterday's show, Uh, and imagine what happened when he told us this.
1: I usually prefer it goes unmentioned, so I'm trying to figure out how you know about it.
0: Oh, I'll tell you. Von Palmer told us. Oh, no, yeah, I know. (laughs) Straight (laughs) up, I'll tell you. (laughs) Yeah, because he's got the same. It's his birthday today too, you know. It's it is. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, it is. He never told. We, are you are you messing with us? We didn't know that for sure. Is that no, true? Is no. that true?
1: Vaughn and I have the same birthday.
0: So you're always, kidding me. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, he's a lot older than me, way older.
0: Yeah, so but we how clever is he? Day. He was on talking about crows and dive bombing, and he let us know that it was your birthday and that we should do something about that, but I'll he very cleverly never told us the other part. I'll get him back. What is that all about, Von Palmer, you <laughs> sneaky little devil? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, yes, it,
1: I appreciate, first of all, we have the same birth date.
0: <laughs> yeah, that means but, that uh, yesterday uh, was your birthday, and dang, happy late birthday. But not
1: Yes, no, I'm much more ancient than he is. Uh, <laughs> I was already working in the press gallery when, uh, for years when Smith arrived. I, I remember the first crow attack at the B.C. legislature, which was reported in 1903.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Our producer Greg Schott had the line of the day where he said, you know, tell Vaughn he is becoming as sneaky as the politicians he covers. Yeah. You now, are well.
1: The cover up continues, but yes, no. It's happy uh, late it's birthday. Very nice, uh, nice uh, Smith and I. Uh, I always send him a note saying uh, "Happy birthday, you young whipper snapper," <laughs> and I sign up the old coot.
0: <laughs> well, that's nice, and I'm sorry we missed it. So happy late birthday you're to you're you! Welcome. Now we'll talk a little politics here this morning. Uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry got a bit of an honor from the Gitsan Nation.
1: One who is calm among us, I have to say, in, in naming uh, honorary names, that's one of the great ones I've ever heard. So she got asked about this yesterday. She's been given an honorary name by the GitScan, and of course they've invited her when she's able to travel, and we're all able to travel, uh, to come up to be properly honored in their territory. But uh, yeah, she she took a stab at pronouncing it yesterday. I'm not going to do that, but the way it translates, her honorary name is one who is calm among us, and uh, it was a nice touch.
0: I love that. Yeah, let's talk about where we are at right now with COVID-19 as well. Just talking about the NHL, I mean, I know the Premier really wants this, but it doesn't sound like it's that much of a possibility given the rules.
1: No, and I, you know, I think, okay, so I'm not a huge hockey fan. And, and anyway, just <laughs> yes, because know. the games are going to be played here doesn't mean anybody's going to see them. They're going to see them on TV. But it, an economic boost, it would be nice. But I I, I kind of admire that uh, Horgan and Dr. Henry are both saying, even though we like this, we're not going to make an exception for the NHL. And the exception that's wanted is a pretty big one. The Basically, the league doesn't want its teams from outside Canada. And it's, you know, players and staff, there's a support group, of course, around every team, um, to have to isolate for 14 days. So they said, uh, you know, Canada has three cities on the list, or three or is it four? It's three, yeah. Um, It's not going to happen if you don't waive the 14 days. And um, I was looking at the schedule, so they don't think they'll actually play the games until late July and early August, so the you know the restrictions in B.C. could be waived by then because we're in Phase 2. Yeah. We're moving to Phase 3. But here's the problem again. I see it, and Richard Zussman pointed it out on Global yesterday, they, they want to start being able to practice, the teams to be able to practice in June. Well, we'll still probably yeah. be in Phase 2 restrictions then. Uh, we're going to get an update next week. The numbers... Uh, this week numbers yesterday are very encouraging uh, they've promised an update after the first fourteen days of phase two, so that'll be late next week and then a second incubation period fourteen days later so we're going to get a lot of new data next week and you know it may look good it may if it continues to look good, I suppose there may still be an opening but Clearly there won't be a waiver, and, well, what, the Canucks are playing a team, the team for Minnesota, so there'll be people coming in. I realize there are Canadians on the team as well, but there'll be people coming in. So it doesn't look good.
0: Okay, a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about as well, more kind of the political stuff going on here, this Work Safe BC thing. What the heck is going on here?
1: Well, you know, Harry Baines, the Labour Minister, last week phoned up, my colleague, Rob Shaw at the Sun, and he said, you know, this idea that's going around out there, that WorkSafe surplus reported at $3 billion, some of that money should be used to buy personal protective equipment for workers to help businesses out. He said the, uh, the surplus is gone. Which is a shocker because it was the last time WorkSafe's financial statements were published. They had $3 billion above and beyond what they need, including a cushion, to pay outstanding claims going forward. So they had $3 billion on hand. New Democrats were thinking of using it to increase benefits, uh, inflation protecting. The liberals said, well, first of all, why don't you think about helping out businesses by personal protective equipment? Baines calls up and says, uh, it's gone. It's lost in the stock market. So that's the minister. He's in charge of WorkSafe for the government. Assume he knows what he's talking about. Story was in the sun on Saturday. Uh, people react with shock, Yeah, labor, workers, because, I mean, the story made it clear that we were only talking about the surplus, but people still went, well, geez, they're going to be able to pay benefits going forward. Uh, Baines had to put out a statement on Sunday saying, no, 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 WorkSafe's finances are in great shape. Uh, don't worry about it. It's The fundamentals are still solid, and I regret giving the wrong impression. Worksafe, however, puts out a statement saying well it 's not three billion dollars yet. Uh, the latest numbers are it's only only a billion only uh, gone, but admitting that you know depending on how things go, uh, the minister didn't make pick the number out of thin air. The worst case scenario is three billion dollars right. so you know, there's been a lot of back and forth on this uh, around investments. ICBC, you'll remember, said, well, we've taken a $1 billion hit on our investments. Uh, people are asking questions about pensions and RSPs and everything else. So, I mean, Baines really raised the issue. Uh, the Liberals came out and said, what we really need is, why don't we get the Auditor General in to, to tell us whether it's $3 billion or $1 billion. Fair question. I think part of the problem right now, Simi, is that uh, some of this is, uh, you know, initially the markets took a pretty big hit. Uh, the markets have come back, so it's hard to say exactly where right. things stand, I think. There's some understandable confusion around this, but the minister certainly didn't help matters by throwing that giant number out, and then WorkSafe saying, "Yeah, well, you know, that's the worst-case scenario."
0: No, it's still so confusing, right? And people just want to know that is WorkSafe BC going to be there uh, for them? Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I think the basics are fine. I do think that you know, as that surplus built up right. over the last few years. Uh, businesses have been saying, well, that money comes from us, you know, why don't you give some of it back? Workers have been saying, we're not inflation protected on all of our benefits, Uh, you could increase the thresholds. And then everybody else goes, gee, there's $3 billion sitting there, what can we do with it? So (laughs) it's nice, it's like the ICBC problem, right? If ICBC has, um, is doing well on its investments, well, how come we're not getting a, reduc- a reduction in rates? Exactly. And, uh, well, and, and then there's the problem of, there's a question about public sector pensions. So, generally, in British Columbia, public sector pensions are fully funded. That is audited and actuarially uh, determined every few huh. years. If there isn't enough money, contributions increase, but with what happened in the stock market, yes, there's questions there as well.
0: Ooh, Okay, more for us to talk about. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning.